Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Uh, here we are in October uh, working on the uh, Believing Prayer, Connection to Life in the Spirit. And uh, we'll be uh, processing, you know, deeper and deeper stuff about uh, prayer life and, uh, you know, the, the beauty of prayer life. And uh, I know that you've uh, worked a lot with your small group mm-hmm. on uh, on this. What, what would you say is one of the, the big ahas that they learned uh when the way they used to pray and what they've learned how to how to pray differently now Mm. i think one of the biggest things and we've talked about this already on the podcast but one of the biggest things is learning not to um simply just word dump on god (laughs) Um, and you've called a, a wish list i've said worry in god's direction both of those things but to really learn that it is intimacy with him and that it is conversation with him and being able to dialogue and freedom. I think one of the biggest things that um, I think even I will sit sometimes and share my journals, just read them out to people as an example, not that they're perfect by any stretch, but because it gives people some freedom to understand sometimes what that dialogue looks like. And, And literally, you know, I will sit with my journal sometimes because it helps me focus when I'm praying and write out my prayer, write out a question that I'm asking him and wait for him to answer and be okay with that and that back and forth. And, and if I'm hearing something or, or not hearing something, asking him for a little more on that for clarity. And I think um, one of the biggest things I guess would be that people have found freedom in the fact that it's it truly is relationship. It's not not that different i think not that different than you and i sitting and talking except that we get to do it with the god of the universe right. <laughs> you know but it really is conversation yep yep and the uh, and think about again the the simple uh, truth of that conversation um and so as i've, I've been teaching particularly uh, executives you know who are very driven and and get they tend to get into formula Mm-hmm. Uh, of you know, prayer looks like this, and you know, I'm going to tell God <laughs> what I want and all that. Right. Um, so you know, as I'm teaching them, well, back up a step, you know, learn what it means to hear what God has to say, be in conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I remember uh, we were having a discussion about that, and one of them said, "Oh, oh, so you're telling me that I should expect God to answer me?" Mm-hmm. Yes. And if that's true, then as I'm dialoguing with him, I actually need to allow him to speak to me. I actually got to be quiet and listen and take the time to listen and not just say, here's my list. I'll see you tomorrow. Right. Exactly. Uh, It's it's the truth. And the neat thing about about this is where hearing God's voice is so critical because um, he literally wants to be in a place mm-hmm. like he was with the disciples. Right. Is, you know, when they walked, and by the way, when you look at the Gospels, for example, 
they they rep basically represent about six months mm -hmm. recorded six months of the three years right okay so that's two and a half years that they were together but we don't know anything about it uh, now there's two things we do know about that one and they talk about this and and you can see it there's a there's a simple sentence they walked from here to there right it's all it says well they didn't take a car uh, it didn't take so them. There were long stretches of time it took, for dialogue. It took a long time <laughs> to just go from place to place. So primarily, they're just moving from one place to a, you know to another, uh, and and going in conversations and dialogue. And then two is John makes a statement at the end of his book: if we would record everything mm -hmm. that happened to us, and he's talking about supernatural stuff and all kinds right. of dialogue and all kinds of stuff. The books couldn't contain mm -hmm. everything that we experienced because uh, it was so it was so amazing. So God says, Jesus said, "Well, the same way that um, the disciples and I uh, processed is your privilege now, mm -hmm. and it's going to be the same." Okay, by definition, it means He's got to speak to us. Right. And what we try to teach about abiding, what we try to teach about hearing God's voice, because uh, a lot of it uh, is what I got co-opted into uh, a what I call a super hyper spirituality mm -hmm. and a strange process that it became you had to, you know, you had to be speaking in tongues. You had to be doing these things. And that's what it was like to have God's voice mm -hmm. and God says, actually, it's just nope. like the disciples <laughs> and I were, I just talked to you. Mm -hmm. um, and as you, as you talk to him, and by the way, it's so personal and so beautiful so that, you know, uh, the way he talks to you, the way he talks to Dan, the way he talks to Linda, the way he talks to me is unique to us. Right. Uh, now we, we can hear it mm -hmm. and we know it and we have understanding. Just like, you know, when, when I went through with uh, my daughter, when he was saying, you know, do you understand what when the doctor said she has a strong heart? Mm -hmm. No, not really. Well, it's because um, it's different. What you consider strength is mm -hmm. is different because it was it was a spiritual heart. She had a she had a mm -hmm. good heart. She had. Let me help you understand that. Well, it's not that I'm dreaming that up, right? Or hoping that that's what I, I'm. I'm actually listening, right? To God speak because He can speak through our inner uh, spirit into our voice, and we recognize it. He said, "My sheep hear my voice," and this is why dialogue with God is so critical. Is that it's such a beautiful, positive, normal, enjoyable process. That in my mind, if it's anything mm -hmm. other than that, I don't think it's God. Right. Uh, it's not strange. It's not hokey. It's not super hyper spiritual. It's not and falling it's on not the ground. Confusing. It's not confusing. So I think that's something like a lot of times another thing that I've, we've talked about um, in my ladies groups and stuff is 
the I sometimes we have so many different like if you were tuning in remember old before you had Sirius radio and all that and you actually had to tune in an FM radio station yeah, I do. or tune in the AM and you turn the dial I'm totally dating myself here aging myself but you tune it in and as it would get different frequencies all at once it sounded really jumbled right. until it tuned into the right frequency right because it was receiving signals from all over until it was honed in and how often is that what we tend to to come into prayer life with with all these different signals coming in and we're taking all this other input and then we're surprised when we don't think we hear the voice of god clearly right that's right because we haven't and the we've taken the gift of actually silencing there's there's a discipline of silence and being quiet before god and giving him space to speak without all the other input coming in. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, space and time, listening, expect, expecting. Uh, so last mm-hmm. time we talked yeah, about. expecting is big. We talked about uh, in Ephesians 5, you know, it says, uh, you know, redeem the time for the days are evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be stupid, but understand what the will of the Lord is, because I'll tell you. Uh, rejoice. Uh, speak to each other with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, melody in your heart to God. Mm-hmm. Be thankful. So we talked mm-hmm. last time about the uh, the position, uh, and, and this is one of our, interesting enough, this would be one of our prayers, uh, mm-hmm. would be give me the heart and the understanding, the practice, the experience of what does that look like for me to praise and worship and be thankful so it's not a mechanical thing. It's not. Mm-hmm. See, it's not a law. He doesn't say, "Well, go be thankful." Right. No, it's a heart thing. It's either are you aren't. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, which by the way is okay, uh, would you show me what that looks like? See, even mm-hmm. that becomes a beautiful process. It's really cool. Right. Uh, okay. We'll go to First Thessalonians five, sixteen to twenty-two, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, the Holy Spirit. Uh, which we we talked last time about be filled with the Holy Spirit. He makes a different statement here. First uh, Thessalonians five sixteen to twenty two. It says, "Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the Spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil." Okay. Uh, well, there's a lot there. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, again, he says rejoice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of reiterating what we talked about last time is be in a position where your heart is, ex- you know, and think about rejoicing. Uh, there's an excitement mm-hmm. because I get to be with God. He says rejoice, right. have a heart of excitement, even when the even when the hard stuff comes, like, well, like mm-hmm. what happened with Michelle. It's... It's, it's, man, this is hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can rejoice in a way because um, I, I know that um, there's going to be wisdom. There's going to be understanding. There's going to be truth. Um, and I'm rejoicing in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to leave us wondering. He's not right. going to leave us in a place where... Uh, I really never know the answer to those critical questions. Uh, no, you can rejoice because, um, well, I wonder what you're going to have to say about this. 
Mm-hmm. And in a sense, there's a little bit of an excitement there, even in that deep, deep and heavy situation. Right. Well, there's still a there's an expectation. There's still, still this energy about, boy, I wonder how how he's going to talk about this one. Um, and the God of the universe, who is all powerful, is able to tell me, speak to me, mm-hmm. and I can rejoice at that. Um, and then he says this, um, which is which is an interesting statement. Pray without ceasing. Right. <laughs> okay. So, um, again, if you took that the way we typically pray, mm-hmm. if you took that literally, and remember the Bible's true, so it says pray without ceasing. Right. Well, what would you have to do? You would think that all day, every day, that is exactly what you would be doing. I'd be, I'd be all, right. all I I'd be doing. Work. Is, I wouldn't is, be able to work. Talk to God. Tell God. Tell God. <laughs> tell God. Tell God. Pray. 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 Because uh, he says pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now, when you think of the, the new definition that God's given us, uh, be in relationship mm-hmm. without ceasing. Right. Be in dialogue without ceasing. In other words, uh, he's trying to say there's no limitation to this. Yeah. There's not well, a moment. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, when you when you talk about that, I think of the power and the gift of Emmanuel, God with us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dan and I can be in a room together and we don't have to be speaking to each other 24-7 to be in community together right. and enjoying relationship together. Right. And God is Emmanuel, God with us. He tabernacles in us. The Holy Spirit is within us. And so as we begin to fully understand what that looks like to tabernacle with him, (laughs) for him to be within us, then that changes how we see that phrase, the pray without ceasing. It's not that I need to be talking to him 24 seven. It's that I'm in communion with him. And just like Dan's in the room and, you know, we're doing our own things or whatever. And then something comes up and I, oh, hey, what do you think about? Or he shouts in and he says, or comes in the room to talk or whatever that looks like. That same community relationship gets to exist because, but in a, in a whole nother level, because we're never without him. He is always within us. So that can be conversation just as we go. Yeah, yeah, and it works. At any given moment. Yeah, and it works both ways so that um, it can be, um, you know, I can be in a meeting and uh, I just get like, oh, gosh, this conversation is hard. Father, what do you got to tell me about this? Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's available to me without ceasing. Right. Or he can go the opposite direction and he can break in. Uh, and, and, and highlight and, something and, and or tell say you something, something or what's right? called yeah. checking me. Uh, particularly for me, uh, one of the ways he breaks in is uh, because you know my my uh, personality, my 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 bent is you know right. act, react, and get going. You know, and mm-hmm. and so there's times something's happening, uh, uh, something somebody says, something somebody does. Uh, and I'm, I have a, I have a, a bent to I'd like to react to this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say something, and I'm, and I'm never much afraid to say, <laughs> say much, uh, and I try to say it with honor and respect. But there's times where I'm going to about say something, and the Holy Spirit will be breaking in and saying, mm-hmm. Rich, if I was you, I wouldn't say that. 
Right. Hold your tongue. <laughs> um, and he does it, and, that, and for me, that's how he does it. He doesn't mm-hmm. say stop. He doesn't say uh, don't do it. He, he says it the way that he says it to me that I can relate to. Uh-huh. If I was you, I wouldn't do that, you know, which is a checking <laughs> of pay right. attention here. Mm-hmm. You're about ready to do something on your own, own volition that isn't of me, and mm-hmm. you're going to cause yourself more trouble. Um, right. And so pray without ceasing. Remember, it's dialogue. So it goes both directions. Mm-hmm. I can talk anytime. I can ask anytime, any question, anything that's going on momentarily, and he can break through right? and speak to me and say something and, and relate to something or check me or say, hey, yeah, you're, you're, you're going down the right path here, and mm-hmm. I'd like you to say it this way. I'd like you to do it this way. Right. Uh, or even just alerting you to something, highlighting you. something in conversation with somebody that is like, oh, do you hear that? Did you, did you catch that? And... You know, coming back to process with him that late. Yeah, and you, you know? and you learn it. So like, uh, you know, just even uh, over the last couple of weeks, Linda and I, uh, we were going to this one particular restaurant uh, just to grab some lunch. Uh, lots of stuff going on, of course. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, we get out of the car. You know, we go we go into the front of the of the restaurant, and we hear the Holy Spirit saying, "Do not go in." Mm. Um, uh, you need to go and know, you know, let me let me tell you where else to go, but don't go here. And it was it was almost like a, a wall. You know, it's like interesting. And we yeah. both we both had it. Like and we look at each other like, We're not supposed to be here, are we? Hmm. No. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go. And so it's that it's that beauty of the Holy Spirit that is guiding, leading, and that's where the rejoicing comes in, is that it's not about and, and this is where it's kind of cool that you, in a sense, don't become neurotic about it. And, and what mm-hmm. I'm saying is this. We don't go to the front door of a restaurant and say, should we go in? Right. Um, it's not that we don't have to do that. It's that if we go, and, and we normally would go, if he doesn't say anything, well, it's fine. But he can say, you know what? Today I don't want you going in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you trust that. Uh, becomes right. a becomes a beautiful way of living, um, and he says, uh, you know, pray without ceasing, uh, and everything give thanks. This is the will of mm-hmm. God in Christ for you. So that, uh, and I've learned this too, that um, I do want to know God's specific will for me. It's unique, and it always starts with, are you? Do you have a heart to be thankful that I'm going to give you my will? Mm-hmm. And you don't try to determine your own will. Mm. Are you thankful for that? Right. Uh, and then he says, my will starts there. He said, this is, mm. a, this is my will for you if you have a thankful heart. And, and if you don't have a thankful heart, it's going to be difficult to receive my will specifically mm. for you because you're going to always be trying to do something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but have a, have a thankful heart. And then he makes a statement. Uh, do not quench the spirit. Okay. Uh, now, remember last time in Ephesians, he said, "Be filled with the spirit." Right. Um, what do you What do you think, or what are some of your thoughts about uh, here? He just says the opposite. Uh, don't quench it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Now let me let me give you a picture, and then you can talk about what you think it is. Um, I'm sure you've been and you you camp right. Mm-hmm. And you've had campfires. Yes, I have. Okay, but when you left, 
what did you do with that fire? You put it out. You put it out. <laughs> Pour a bucket of water on you put it, a whatever you, you, you had. To do. <laughs> you had dirt or water. And, yeah. <laughs> and you quenched it. Mm-hmm. You put it out. Um, I, it, was, it was there. It was functioning. And quenching is you put it out. Right. You stop it. Mm-hmm. You put its ability to, to be anything, and you, and you basically make it of nothing. Right. Okay, so he says, don't make the spirit of nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, what, what, what are some of the thoughts you have about what that means? And we can, we can process a little bit further. Well, I think some of the ways we do that are ignoring when we have that unction given from the Holy Spirit or knowing that's what it was and deciding we're doing our own thing anyway that we know better than God does. Right. You know, those are two of the biggest ways that I think we quench it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's why he says... Uh, uh, you know, my my will is for you to be in relationship with me and, and pray without ceasing. Um, so the way you quench it goes back to James, what we talked about originally, is first of all, you don't even talk to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's true. And there's no vitality at all because you've shunted off the thought that you can have dialogue with me. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of believers are because, again, of the super spirituality that they've made of the, about the Holy Spirit. And then eh, it's not knowable. And people say they hear God's voice and it seems to me strange. And I see a lot of stuff that isn't, isn't right. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll just not even worry about hearing God's voice. He right. said, well, you just quenched me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't even pay attention. You didn't ask me. You didn't, right. you didn't dialogue with all. And and then two is, or you ask a miss, and that is, <laughs> I'm trying to say something to you, mm-hmm. and basically you're resisting it. Mm. Okay, now why? Yeah. I don't like it. Right. Um, we want to do our own thing. <laughs> I want to do my own thing, and I'm starting to get a different story, and you basically say, I'm not going to listen to that story. I'm going off on my own. Because I think I know mm-hmm. better, and I'm getting I'm getting that, and you're quenching the ability of the spirit to, to uh, communicate to you. So so you got to think of two just two beautiful statements we've just learned. You said you can be filled mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit and enjoying praise, worship, thanksgiving, uh, the uh, knowledge that I'll give you my will and I'll redeem the time, or mm-hmm. you could quench me. Right. And you quench me by ignoring, mm-hmm. don't care, never talk not to me. Not asking to begin with. Not right. allow me to. Um, and you walk away, and we learned this, remember, in Romans before, particularly when we talk about the covenant, is that uh, when you're in the flesh, you're at enmity against God. Mm-hmm. And now the, the communication can't flow because actually I'm working against him and he's working against me. What the desire is... Why don't you repent and let me fill you again? You know, let me give you the fullness of it. So that uh, don't put me out, but rather uh, let you flourish with me Mm -hmm. uh, to have life and to have it super abundantly. And and he he says this, and this is really important. I'm not going to force it on you. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's always by imitation. Uh, that's why Christ said, deny self, take up the cross, and follow me. It's a choice you have to make. I set before you life and right. death, blessing or cursing. Choose life. If you don't choose life, 
you're going to automatically quench me, and I'm not going. I'm not going to uh, force you to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and now and this is really cool. Think about the fundamental re- reason. Why will God not force us to? Well, he wants us to choose him. It's it's the beauty of relationship. Okay, so let's say he did, he did force us. What would that mean? See, it would be you no longer are doing it mm-hmm. under a heart to follow. Right. You're doing it out of duty. Out of compulsion. You um, must. And that's that. no. And then think about it. That's no relationship. Right. So let's say right. that you know you talked about you and Dan. Let's say all Dan did every time he came home was say, Kathy, I want you to do this, this, and this, and you better mm-hmm. do it. Right. What kind of relationship would you have? Not, not a very long-lasting yeah. <laughs> one. <laughs> no, because in but, essence, right. in essence, there would be no relationship. Right. Uh, because God's heart, see, isn't, um, and that's why David makes a statement in in uh, Psalm forty. I know you've set sacrifice. I know you've mm-hmm. set um, uh, these uh, feasts in order, but you really don't, you, you did it to show us a way, but you don't really care about that. What you care about is a heart that seeks your will. Because mm-hmm. we can do that in dialogue and see from God's perspective is he says, when you quench the spirit, you are hurting my heart. Okay, why? And you and you say this all the time. What does God want? His heart is for intimacy. Intimacy. With us. See, I yeah. want to be with you. What does intimacy look like? Dialogue, mm-hmm. conversation. Even when you're struggling, and, and Lynn and I struggled here, particularly this last month. Uh, he said, "I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me walk you through this. Uh, uh, it's not about you got to do certain things. It's got. It's got. You got to learn and understand things." And I need you, Rich and Linda, to share with me your heart. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your heart. Where are you burdened? Where are you struggling? Um, mm. Prayer is is processing authentically in that relationship. Yeah. Um, and so even with the struggle, I didn't quench the spirit because it wasn't that. Well, I don't. I'm I'm going to go off and be by myself because I'm so upset. Mm-hmm. He said, "Actually, why don't you stay with me while you're upset, and let let's let's process it, uh, mm-hmm. let's talk together, and don't quench me, but be filled with the Spirit." Um, and it's such a beautiful statement, you know. And then, of course, he ends it with, uh, "Don't despise prophecies and test all things. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain for every form of evil." So, mm-hmm. um, remember, evil are things that annoy, frustrate, and irritate you. So he basically says, "Don't put up with that." Mm-hmm. Um, Go to the good, mm-hmm. pursue what I have to show you, and I'm going to lead you to covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Pursue that. And he said, I'm going to use, uh, there's two things I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of things, but, but two things particularly here. Prophetic. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, if I'm, if I'm receiving the prophetic, who am I getting that from? From God. From who? Well, from another person. From another person. Often that is receiving it from yeah. God. Yeah, see, it's yes. other people. Mm-hmm. in my life that says, uh, I believe God is saying, or I'm mm-hmm. confirming this, or, hey, I'd be careful here, or there's a dream, you, you have dreams. Right. Hey, that's a prophetic thing, I'd like to, I'd like to uh, you know, test it. Uh, it says, don't despise it, mm-hmm. 
but rather embrace it. Now, it doesn't right. mean if you say something, but I don't say testing I, it. Yes. <laughs> he said, then, then, then in the process, mm-hmm. and this is cool. Uh, this, this is a good, fantastic circle. How would you test a prophecy? How would you test uh, understanding God's will? Uh, Father, could you confirm that for me? Mm-hmm. Could you help me understand this? Could you make sure that I receive it? Because is this is this really of you? Right. Um, and he'll let you know that, and you know that you know that you know mm-hmm. as you're processing prophecy, as you're processing input, as you're processing things from other sources. He says, make sure that you, you test it, and the test is really simple. Come to me and ask. <laughs> is this of me or for not? For discernment in this. Am I yes. giving you truth or not? And mm-hmm. again, through the Spirit, mm-hmm. it'll be, yes, you're heading in the right way, or nah, no, you right. know what, what that person said, or what what's going on here, or what you're sensing, nah. Right. That, or even sometimes that's there's partial truth there. It's not yeah, all full. And that's, right. that's where that hold fast to what is good. Sometimes he'll give you discernment. You know, this person heard this right, but this was a little off. Discard that, but hold this. Exactly. This part was truly a word for you. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so uh, he says that, you know, rejoice, um, expect that I'm going to show you uh, my will. Uh, don't quench the spirit by rejecting and you think you know better. Mm-hmm. Uh, let other people around you walk with you and help you. And basically, he said it's really, in a sense, kind of simple. And that is, if you're frustrated, annoyed, irritated, oppressed, say, okay, something's not right here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is yet, but I don't need to put up with that. He said, don't, don't stay there and pursue the good. Father, how are you going to lead me to the good? Show me the good. Help me understand the good. Let me in, and let me share with you my heart. Here's where here's where I'm at. Uh, let me dialogue with you, and instead of quenching that off, mm-hmm. why don't you embrace it and be filled with the wonder of that? And he said, if if you do, he said there is a quality, and that's where this praise and worship and thanksgiving. It's, there's an interesting excitement, even in the trouble, even mm-hmm. in, wait a minute, this is awful. You know, I know, but, but you can get excited because I'm going to lead you to the good and you can trust the good. So prayer, prayer is don't put up with the baloney, but rather let's go to the good. Now we don't know what that is yet, mm-hmm. but he'll walk you into it. So, uh, you know, really en- enjoy beautiful. this beautiful little passage that's so full of, we could, we could spend some more time here, but it's, uh, it's really remarkable of, uh, you know, uh, and, and just keep thinking in your, in your heart. I want to learn what it means to be filled with the spirit. I don't want to mm-hmm. quench the spirit right? and, and keep learning the difference. Uh, mm-hmm. So that so that we experience the fullness of, of God in us. So it's kind of fun. I love it. That's beautiful, and it's such a this whole passage just is such a beautiful invitation again to intimacy yep. with Him, and such a picture of what that looks like. So yeah. thank you for sharing that and um, teaching us so much insight on it. And as always, if you have questions today about what you've heard or something that you're processing with God, absolutely send it in to us at questions at afjministry.com and we will be happy to um, 
dialogue with you on that and put it on the air and let somebody else benefit from from hearing your questions as well. So thank you for joining us and thank you once again, Rich. So we'll talk to you soon. Have a great afternoon. Amen. All right. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.